Hi again, everybody. I'm Tim Yuma, and thanks for checking out localjobnetwork.com radio, your source for experienced guests and detailed knowledge on all things employment-related. Now, this is Employment Notebook, a podcast designed to get to the heart of some important topics that may arise in the workplace. And if you listen to our shows regularly, you'll know that leadership is a popular and vital subject here on LJN Radio, though we're taking a slightly different perspective on it for this episode as we collect some lessons from The Wizard of Oz. Dr. Kevin Fickenshire is a visionary healthcare leader and CEO of Creo Strategic Solutions. Well, he authored Toto's Reflections, the leadership lessons from The Wizard of Oz, where he gives readers some parallels from the story and really helps bring it into the modern workplace. Dr. Fickenshire, thanks for joining us today. Thank you very much. Good to be here. I'm guessing you get this question a lot, and I think it's a good place to start. Where did this idea come from? How did the book come together for the idea of lessons from The Wizard of Oz? Well, it actually uh, has evolved over a number of years. You know, as a kid growing up, The Wizard of Oz was a movie that was on, I think it was every Thanksgiving or thereabouts. Mm-hmm. It was Thanksgiving season. So I've watched it, I don't know, I've lost track of the number of times <laughs> in my life. What struck me is that, uh, this is maybe five, six years ago, is I'm a student of leadership. Mm-hmm. And I've read all these, student, these leadership books. I've read books that have altered the annotations. I've read uh, metaphorical books, etc. And what really struck me is that the the story of Oz is filled with all sorts of lessons of leadership. And furthermore, that the one character who uh, listened throughout the entire story was Toto, and that Toto must have observed a lot of interesting lessons on leadership. And so, wouldn't it be interesting to look at leadership from that perspective? That was one issue. Second issue is that because there are so many books on leadership, people have a hard time putting a frame of reference around how, how to remember the lessons. Sure. And what I liked about the story of Oz is that virtually everybody knows the story of Oz. It is the most popular movie in the history of movies. And uh, as a result of that, people know the story. So if you could tie the lessons into the story, people would remember what the lessons of leadership are. So it was really those two, the combination of those two things that sort of struck me as the reason why I decided to write the book this way. Well, and I like how you mentioned that, uh, you know, a lot of times people will be able to learn things better from a story as opposed to that typical presentation or, or academic teaching. Is that something you just picked up yourself from maybe some of the lessons you've tried to learn or tried to teach that in some way stories are better? I mean, what about them really helps items stick more? Well, it's partly a lesson, but it's also something I was told some time ago by a colleague of mine. I've done lots of presentations over the years. Mm-hmm. And this colleague said to me, you know, Kevin, uh, a powerful story is a lot more useful than uh, a bunch of data. Hmm. And while data can be very important, I have learned over the years that, in fact, stories are very, very powerful in terms of getting people to understand the essence of what you're talking about, why it's important, uh, etc. And so... If we look at that, then suggesting that people learn really important ideas through the metaphor of stories is is really quite important. I mean, we could have anybody on this show and we could ask them, so what's your favorite story? And they could tell you all about that. And they could then also tell you all the things that they've learned as a result of that story. So that's part of the reason I, I approach it this way. 
Well, as you mentioned, the book does come from the perspective of Toto, so to speak, of course, Dorothy's dog. One thing that right away jumped out was the mention that he was given some advice before leaving, if I recall correctly. Uh, How did that relate to one's career or to leadership right off the bat? Well, uh, yeah, Toto was given the advice that he needed to listen, that he needed to pay attention. He needed to consider what other, uh, you know, people's perspective was. So that was an important part of the sort of initial get-go. And then what the book talks about is all the other lessons on, on leadership. So, you know, one of the first uh, lessons is why. Why should I follow you, Kevin? Mm. Well, I mean, I've got to give you a reason. And it starts with uh, dreams. What Toto talks about is that if you first uh, don't pursue your dreams, you never get there. And in fact, that's very much the case. But if you don't hold something out, if you don't give a reason why people should follow you, then it's very difficult for them to sort of pick up, if you will and uh, follow through on, on the ideas that you may have. Second lesson that he talks about is leaping. The idea there is if you remember the, the movie, there's this point where Miss Gulch takes Toto and much to the chagrin of the entire family and puts him in a basket and is going to take him off to the sheriff to be destroyed. We see then the next stage where she's driving down the road in her bicycle and Toto peers out from the basket. And you can just almost feel that, boy, if I don't leap now, I may not ever get to leap again. Leaping is a part of leadership. It's knowing when to take a leap and when to move to that next stage, if you will, and having no fears and embrace the world, which is one of the lessons that Toto's parents taught him. So leaping is uh, the second very important lesson. And then from there, it goes on to a bunch of other lessons, you know, like on munchkins. So you never want to neglect the little people in your life. In fact, the little people are the ones that give you guidance, tell you what to do, give you lots of good ideas, uh, give you suggestions. They may not say it directly. A lot of times they say it indirectly, but if you really listen carefully, you'll know exactly where the yellow brick road is. And from there, it goes on to all the other lessons that are part of the story of uh, the Wizard of Oz. Yeah, and obviously in a story like this, you were able to pull out a ton of lessons and unfortunately you don't have time to go through all of them. Plus, we don't want to give away everything from the book, encouraging people to go get it themselves. But of course, we want to touch on some of the main characters quickly and some more of these lessons that were pulled out. Let's start off with the Scarecrow. Of course, I think most people know he uh, he wanted a brain. Yep. I think people would automatically assume that means intelligence. That's what you need. But I don't know that you exactly took that specific message from it. Right. So Toto, uh, as part of his admonition to people that read the book, says, you know, leadership is not about brains, but rather the thought that comes from reflection from within the soul. And what's interesting about that is that, in fact, the scarecrow typified that. Hmm. Yes, he didn't have the brains, but, you know, he was very thoughtful and he reflected. And it was through that reflection that he was able to uh, highlight uh, many of the good ideas that came about about how to get the, the witch's broomstick, how to extract themselves from the castle, how to do all sorts of different things as part of the story. So thinking is an important part of, of any process, and it's really that thinking that is that comes from reflection. I think the leaders too often get caught up in all of the various activities and events and mm-hmm. other kinds of things that are happening to them. I, a long time ago, I had a good friend of mine who said to me, you know, Kevin, the most important thing that you can do if you really want to be an effective leader is to make sure that you take at least a couple of hours every week just to sit and think and reflect. 
those words have really stuck with me. And in fact, I have found that to be very much the case. Very important words of wisdom that he shared with me back, uh, this is like 20, 30 years ago. The other two lessons that come out very clearly as a result of characters uh, in the story are obviously heart and courage. Heart is very important because if, if we show heart to people, we really can encourage them to really want to follow us. And it's by having that heart, it's by sharing things with a degree of passion from ourselves that we can inspire others. And by inspiring others, they will accomplish things that we, you know, never thought that they could accomplish. Uh, Yesterday, I was having a discussion with somebody and I was saying, you know, one of the great lessons of being a leader for a while is that you learn that when you pull the lever, nothing's really attached. That really what you need to do as a leader is you need to convince Joe or Mary or whoever to pull that lever for you and Mm. to pull it in such a way that it does certain kinds of things. And then to mobilize, you know, the rest of the team to help Joe or Mary so that they can be successful in pulling that lever. That it's not about you pulling the lever. It's about getting a team of people to pull the lever with you. And really, that's what part is all about, is is really sharing yourself in a very open way so that people know who you are and they know why they're following you. And then the final one is courage. Toto reflected on the fact that courage is an attribute that every leader aspires to convey, but few really, truly impart. And I I think that is uh, actually very accurate. I mean, I think too often we as leaders uh, really don't do a very good job of instilling courage. Courage to the point of we, we get the people that follow us to even stand up to us and say, you know, Kevin, that's not the right thing to do. Hmm. That's not the right direction to go. Those are the kinds of followers that we need to create if we want to be effective leaders, the ones that will stand up and say, no, this is, this is not the right way to go. And true courage really comes from our ability to convey our commitments to others. I really do believe that. So those are a couple of the additional lessons that come from the, the characters. Sure. And I think as you break them down like that, uh, it does make sense to myself and the listeners as well. Then, of course, they come across the wizard himself. People can take a couple different things possibly from him. But what did you see in terms of what's important with leadership and, and the idea of the wizard or what the wizard brought to the table? Well, the uh, wizard, I think, brings uh, one of the lessons that part of the story, which is the lesson of uh, perspective. He was a sort of a gentle person. He was sort of hidden behind the curtain. Uh, that's another lesson, by the way, is uh, always pull back the curtain. Right. But perspective is very important because it, having perspective requires that you're observant, that you listen, and it requires flexibility. And I think the wizard, interestingly enough, was all three. I mean, he was a very observant person. He did listen very carefully. And when he did listen, he also would respond appropriately and even challenge. If you recall the story where the wizard is challenging the, the four of them on whether or not they can get the witch's broomstick. And he demanded, in fact, that they go back and get the witch's broomstick. That was a requirement if he was going to help them get back to Kansas. Right. And at the same time, uh, he exhibited flexibility because I think Dorothy was maybe thinking that, gosh, she was going to do something special and all, all of a sudden magically go back to Kansas. And here we have this big balloon that, uh, that he shows at the very end of the story where he's carried back to Kansas. Now, Unfortunately, she misses that, and then she discovers that she has the power all along, 
which is another important part of leadership, is that you never know where the power is going to come from. I think it's those kinds of lessons that, first of all, the, the wizard provided, but then also Dorothy then exemplified as well. Right. Now, as you said, the the book, of course, and the movie are, um, you know, have some years on them, so they go back a ways. But do you think that there are any specific lessons that you pulled out here, even once we've talked about that, seem exceedingly difficult for leaders in modern times or something that is still sort of a transitional period, maybe compared to 10 years ago and what we're doing now? Well, I wouldn't say there's maybe ones that are more difficult. I would say that there's one that is more evident, and that is the lesson on transparency. Hmm. As we move into this new world, if you will, where literally everything about you is available online, real time, all the time, people know who you are before they meet you. They know about you. They know what your perspective is. They know probably what your priorities are. Because a lot of that information is available, you know, with the click of a button. Being able to, or, or I guess, engaging in behaviors where you're not absolutely honest with people, where you're not transparent, where you're not who you are because you're already there and you're already identified is a real difficulty that I think some people uh, have problems with. I think the leader that recognizes that transparency is an important part of who they are, will have far less difficulty in today's world than those that are not of that uh, perspective. So I would offer that transparency as something that's relatively new. I mean, when I was younger, growing up, who we were and what we thought and all the things that we did and the history of everything that we'd ever done wasn't available on the web. Right. Now that entire experience, I mean, I'm, I know very confidently that you looked me up before before you brought me on board, you know, <laughs> of course. for the show, of course. and that you know all about me, and that you probably could pull down podcasts, and you could pull down speeches that I've given on YouTube, and you know, the like. So I'm out there. I'm identified. So transparency would be one. I think the other one that maybe we neglect, is maybe the right word, is persistence. You know, in a world where information is available in a ubiquitous way, where we sort of are almost of the perspective that instantaneous gratification of all of our information needs, all of our issues that we're dealing with, are, are that that's possible. I would suggest that persistence is a very important lesson to learn, that you don't get everything the first try. Matter of fact, you don't get it the second and the third and the fourth. Sometimes it takes many more tries than that. But if you're pursuing the right goals, if you're pursuing them with honesty, if you're being transparent about it, and if you're doing it in a way that it doesn't harm people, being persistent and consistent about your persistence can be a very, very important part of leadership. As a matter of fact, I frequently tell people that probably the most important part of leadership is to be persistent. For example, I believe that while I've got some elements of good leadership. I am still a student of leadership. I'm, mm -hmm. I think I'm always going to be a student of leadership. And that means that I've got to be persistent. I've got to keep working at it. I have not reached the pinnacle, and uh, most people haven't. So it's a matter of working at it every day. Well, I think that's a, a nice message here to leave off the show with. Unfortunately, we do have to wrap up this edition of Employment Notebook. And we've been speaking today with Dr. Kevin Fickenshire. He, uh, brought us a book, Toto's Reflections, The Leadership Lessons from the Wizard of Oz. We've been discussing some of those lessons today. Dr. Fickenshire is also the CEO of Creo Strategic Solutions. 
Dr. Fickenshire, thanks a lot for coming on, sharing some of the insights with us. And uh, again, hopefully people will watch The Wizard of Oz a little bit differently now after speaking with you. So thanks a lot. Thank you very much. It was a real pleasure. And of course, as always, if you want to send us some suggestions or feedback, just go ahead and email ljnradio at localjobnetwork.com. You can also reach out to us on Twitter. Find us at the LJN. For everyone here at LJN Radio, I'm your host, Tim Muma. We'll talk to you later. 